Good afternoon, Caro. Hello, Stephen. How are you? You up and about this week, round, oh. round 15? and Oh, kids. So we're flying through, Isn't aren't we? I mean, I it's going to be fascinating to see um, how they get this season finished. Um, now that one of the Sydney COVID cases seems to have found its way back to Melbourne. Mm. But um, the good look, the good news is um, the Sydney teams are here. They, was, they did such a good job getting them out on those charter flights as quickly as they did. I don't think they're super happy about the prospect of being here for four weeks. It might be four weeks. It might be two weeks. But um, they're in and out of Adelaide, as we know, the Swan. And what is um, what is absolutely um, fascinating to me is what they're going to do next week with the fixture. And it, bizarrely, it looks like Richmond Gold Coast are now favourite to play a Thursday night game. Wow. Well, that round 16 hasn't dropped. We've had a lot of Bob Jane teammates asking you that. Let's start here. Um what took place at the President's Commission catch-up? I mean, what topics were discussed or not, Caro? Can you fill us in? Well, it was some depending on which President you talk to, it was a fabulous meeting or it was a bit of a ho-hum meeting. Mm. Some of the Presidents were pretty disappointed that having been told and personally called by Richard Goiter and told that he was going to look into the boys' club allegations at the AFL and the fact that, you know, even hush money, in some cases, had been paid and um, these non-disclosure agreements to disaffected women and men. Now, Richard Goiter said that there was going to be a review and they were going to look into this, and yet it was not even raised at the meeting yesterday. Very vocal was Jeff Kennett about this um, proposal of putting coaches' money outside the salary cap. Um, all, most of the presidents were against it, I've got to say. This is a Gillan McLaughlin proposal. As I said to you before, Stephen, Gillen feels that the coaches have been the ones who really lucked out in COVID. The mm. players did very well in their new deal. The CEOs of clubs did very well in their deals. Footy departments lost so many staffers. And, you know, obviously coaches, senior coaches, who he thinks deserve the lion's share of footy department money, he thinks one way of fixing it is to pay them outside the cap. Well, Jeff Kennett went absolutely nuts about that told Gillen that he's too beholden to the senior coaches. They take over clubs. They're in danger of running clubs. They think they run the clubs. And he shouted it down, which made people wonder how he really feels about Alistair Clarkson. But anyway, a um, lot of talk about money, huge amount of talk about money um, and what the game has lost over the past few weeks. A big debate about when clubs are going to find out or how much money they're going to get back into those footy department caps. It's basically... Four clubs want another million dollars. Four clubs don't want any money, extra money at all, and they're the ones who don't have much money. And the ones in between are obviously um, saying lifted by three or four hundred thousand. Mm. Um, Mark Corder asked which clubs, the new Collingwood president, which were the clubs who wanted the extra money, and people rolled their eyes because they never reveal that. And Tony Cochran had another crack at Tasmania and how ridiculous it is that the AFL should even be considering giving Tasmania an AFL licence. Mm. Well, just on the Gold Coast, did that pop up in the meetings? In 2019, the AFL gave the Suns some generous concessions. Do you think the AFL need to intervene again? Stephen, it's incumbent upon them to intervene. I can't believe they've done nothing until this point. Remember they went up to Brisbane and basically told Greg Swan that David Noble was going to be his footy boss, even though there were others that the Lions were looking at. Now, David Noble ended up being a really good appointment for Brisbane, but 
if the AFL are prepared to do that with Brisbane, and previously, Gillan McLaughlin, the first thing he did when he became CEO was fly up to Brisbane and um, get rid of Brisbane's previous CEO. So why on earth are they not acting now? Every player manager you talk to, Stephen, tells you that a lot of their players are wanting out. I've spoken mm. to you before about Isaac Rankin. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the list just goes on. Managers are, are giving their players four years up there, but no one will do what you know happened to Tom Lynch and endure seven years. There is absolutely no faith, unfortunately, in the current coaching setup. It's just felt that as good as Stuart Jew might have been in his presentations, that this club and this place, with all its cultural problems, and you know reports today about this boozy party um, on the weekend, which is absolutely a hundred percent spot on, wow. um, and all their cultural problems. You know, they need a big name. And I know I get criticised for bringing up Alistair Clarkson all the time, but the AFL sanctioned... I think it was it was reported Paul Ruse at Melbourne got about 1.5. I reckon it was closer to 1.8, and a lot of that was ambassadorial money. Yeah. But, Stephen, you can't say it didn't reap rewards. It did. Won a flag. I mean, Paul Ruse... Paul, well, didn't win a flag at Melbourne, but he's... You know, they, they're now looking Boston, like they yeah. might... Yeah. They might, I'm talking about Melbourne, so right. they're talking as though Melbourne, you know, they're one mm. of the flag favourites, and it took a long time, but it buys you time. Yeah, Alistair Clarkson there would buy them three years, and he would bring his team in, and, oh, look, it would be worth the money. It, it, it would save them money in the long run. And I, I'm just staggered that it's not happening, and this is nothing against the football boss, John Haynes. I've spoken about him before, but, again, an inexperienced footy boss compared to the sort of person they could put up there. I mean, they could have a few years ago sent up Jeff Walsh or Neil Baum. They didn't. Um, there's, so, there's terrible problems at that place. Yeah. Well, they've um, thrown $250 million at The thing is, they've got Mark Evans up there, and I rate him. There was a time he was 2IC at the AFL, Caro. I know, but um, and the AFL say they rate him and that they trust him, but... Unfortunately, he hasn't been able to fix a problem, mm. and you'd have to say he tried to get other people. He tried to get Graham Wright to run the footy department, and Graham Wright didn't go. Stayed at Hawthorne at the time. Now at Collingwood, people don't want to go there. They want extra money to go there, and really, it's incumbent on the AFL, who put in the wrong team to start with, to fix it once and for all. And if they can't fix it with some of the best people in footy, and I don't care what you say, I, I don't think Alistair Clarkson will necessarily get another deal at Hawthorne beyond mm. the end of next year. Why not act now? Yeah, Gold Coast is an end date, or no question. Brad Scott. Yeah, okay. Um, talking about coaches, is David Teague's um, card stamped, so to speak? I feel it is. I feel it mm. is, and um, I think, you know, Lee Matthews has spoken about this, as you know. Um, I did hear that. Yeah, I mean, it, it might. it's all very well to say that other clubs have done reviews and kept their coaches, but they were coaches who'd been there for seven years, like Mark Thompson and Damien Hardwick and Nathan Buckley. David Teague is not even two full years in. I know. The players are clearly not playing for him. The game plan is clearly not right. He was an assistant coach who was, and I spoke about this last week, you know, they, they didn't do a process. They really pretty much used Michael Voss to make it look as though they were running a process when they really weren't. Um, he was over the line already, in my view, David Teague, or sorry, the year before last. And I think that once you get this far down the track and everybody's so aware of what's going on, it's really hard to get that to get that faith back, isn't it, from the players and the coaches around him. We know they're talking to Chris Newman at Hawthorne to try and get him over. But the big question for me is if David Teague does step down or stand aside, 
or have, has he, you know, he's read the Riot Act and told that his career's over in terms of senior coaching at Carlton. Who do you bring in to take over for the rest of the year? Oh, now, the yeah. only, looking at the list, the only ones I could say would be Cameron Bruce, perhaps, mm-hmm. or Luke Power, yeah. who was um, running game development there and um, has taken over to fill in for John Barker until the end of the year. It's a mess at Carlton. And, um, you know, there's cat and mouse games going on in coaching everywhere. And remember that deadline's coming up, the August 1 deadline? That's right. When all, when all the assistants want to know whether they've got jobs. Mm. And I'll be looking very closely at what Hawthorne do with Sam Mitchell, I can tell you. <laughs> because Carol, Collingwood a... have definitely spoken yeah. to him. Oh, wow. Uh, we've got a lot of Bob Jane T-Mart texts before we let you go. I'll read this one out. Did Collingwood want Choco and is Ross Lyon a lock for the Blues? I don't know about Collingwood wanting Choco. I think, I think, well, I know Graham Wright certainly wants Sam Mitchell to be part of the process there. Okay. And I'm not sure about Mark Williams. I'd be surprised to be brutal. Mm. Um, and what was the second question? Yeah, it was really, it was just Ross Lyon to the Blues. Oh, well, Ross, the, gee, Ross is say, having a lot to say about Carlton, isn't he? He is. Hmm. Um, he's you definitely not, he's definitely not going to Collingwood. Okay. Um, but, I think, um, well, my colleague Sam McClure said on Footy Classified last week that he thinks Ross is the favourite to go to Carlton. Oh, goodness me. I'm not still writing off Alistair Clarkson there. Musical chairs, Caro. We'll speak to you next week. Thanks for your time. Have a great weekend, Stephen. Yeah, great work, Caroline Wilson. We love her each and every Thursday for Harvey Norman. The largest, clearest centre is now open. Look, there's big screens. There's furniture, bedding, kitchen, laundry, cooking appliances, homewares, flooring, so much more, all with factory warranty, which is superb. The big red building, 919 Marion Road. Bring us Caroline Wilson.